0: Epic Gumdrop, sweeter than yelling Tetris in a busy office. I'm Jeff. I'm James. And today we're going to talk about over 500 games in one tiny podcast. There's lots of good stuff coming out. It is an exciting time to be a meeple pusher. A meeple pusher. I was looking at game news and just my brain shut down from overwhelm. I was just like, ah, so many things I want to play. You were doing the math earlier in terms of how many games are released a year in North America now. it must be uh, about 100,000. Yeah, it's approximately. It's got to be like a game a week by major publishers, like all told. Yeah, and that's it not feels like it. That's not counting little Kickstarter games, no. that's or big Kickstarter games. That's not counting. And there's like 8 million of those. Yeah. <laughs> so, and some of them get funded. I think if the board gaming industry collapsed tomorrow, yeah, we're still set until we die. Yeah, that's the nice thing. You know, in terms of, of the uh, the great games that have been made right to now today. You could play one of those, a new one of those every week yeah. and you'd be set for years, years. It's, it's incredible. Yeah. So good and terrible. What a great time to be alive. What a terrible time to be a line of credit. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. One of the, the, the oh, so much stuff, but one of the things that as I was going through it, I immediately caught my attention because we like playing cold express. Yep. It's a, it's a great game for kids. It's a great game for adults. Yeah, it's a fun. It's, it's a fun, silly game. You can't even call it a light strategy game because strategy no, there, goes out the window. No it's a, It's a. It's an entertainment. It's a watch bad things happen to my friends and laugh and then cry silently to myself it's, when bad things happen to me. Exactly. It's a B-movie in a box. Yeah, that's a good way. It's a spaghetti western out of cardboard. Huh? Any yeah. other analogies? <laughs> we, got, we got it. But what's uh, happening with Cult Express, James? Yeah. <laughs> so Ludonaut has an expansion coming in the fall. Mm. And do you want to know what's in that expansion? I do, I do. Uh, the prototype they're working with includes horses, prisoners and a new car, hostages and a stagecoach, mm. and the way to play the marshal alone against all others. Ooh. Sounds, sounds deadly and dangerous. And the picture of the cow meeples and the little people i don't even know what you call them the the gunslingers riding on them yeah looks too cute i'm i'm like i'm a sucker for meeples to begin with they, it looks yeah it's a i mean visually it's a fun little yeah. game i like the 3d cardboard it's just is, is there a place people can go to see a picture of these fun things uh i think i saw it on the ludonaut website yes uh we will post that on our linkage on our linkage and where can people go to find this linkage breakingdads.com breakingdads.com where you can hear all of our podcasty things and stuff that sounds like the best website in the history of humanity and i don't think i'm overselling it <laughs> <laughs> there will be no underwhelm out there at all yeah it, it exists to whelm to whelm very whelming not as uh, uh whelming as all of the amazing stuff that was coming out of the uh, gathering of friends yes wow that i watched i think i watched all of tom Vassell's interviews with designers yeah. which was like i think I don't even know. was that four or five hours. It was insane. Mm-hmm. I started and I was like, I can't stop. And it was so good. If you haven't watched those, you should yeah. go watch those. Those were delightful. But the, and the new stuff coming out, it was, I can't wait. Yeah. But I can't even, some of it must be like a year out or, 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 or may October. never. Yeah. That's, that's the thing about that's this, a good point. this show. Yeah. It is, Hey, look at this. We're thinking about this. There's a lot of, a lot of that it's true yeah but i agree no the quality of of ideas just concepts that were were unveiled there yeah pretty crazy yeah it's like people are having to take it all to this other level now that we've broken through with so many mechanics and so many um you know we've got graphics figured out we've got components some companies well some companies yes. yes most most of the decent companies have a lot of that figured out yeah so now it's this push on novel ideas and novel Mm -hmm. mechanics and um yeah that's exciting but it makes the games bigger and huger and um before we get to the the crazy one though there was food chain magnate Mm -hmm. or however you might say that uh which board game geek lists as a quote-unquote a heavy strategy game about building a fast food chain the focus is on building your company using a car-driven human resource management system players compete on a variable city map through purchasing marketing and sales and on a job market for key staff members the game can be played by two to five serious gamers in two to four hours and i thought yes yes like uh no I, i i would be all over this the theme is it speaks to me it, and it shouldn't and it, i was like there's something weird about that kind of a game that it yeah directly to me i'm like that sounds horribly complicated i bet the rule book is like a dictionary uh-huh. Uh-huh. and yet i still want to play it no because who wouldn't want to like it, it, it there's definitely a crossover between people that like board games and people that like marketing as as an entity in Maybe. and of itself yeah yeah and the and of- definitely fast food there's definitely a- <laughs> <laughs> and also i guess the uh um, it's like you're running a business yeah. without actually having to, you know, invest. You just bought a game, sold out for a hundred dollars. Mm-hmm. I've now bought a license to this uh, this restaurant, or I bought a franchisee license. I think you build an empire, and I and I, no, not no, you no created risk. a franchise. I've created which it. is which is much better than getting a franchisee license. The uh, and the publisher uh, Splatter they described the production as small print runs of not so cheap games, and, <laughs> and that made me even want it more. I was like, oh, because uh-huh. they're really going to put a hundred percent into this. Like it's, yeah, I bet it's going to, yeah, it's going to be, this is literally going to make or break people. Oh yeah. On like a very small scale. Um, and they, I think they said it launches October, uh, at Spiel. Mm. So that's something to look forward to for the fall. The fall is filled with potential goodness. It's going to be bad for the wallet this year. Very much. And every year. Like, I would love to go to, to Germany. I'd like to go to Essen, but I think I the money I would spend going, I couldn't then buy games. That is a, it that's, is a, it know, is a quandary. It, it is. is a quandary. We would gladly let someone pay for us to go to Germany. Yeah. Dear yeah. Essen. Yeah. Or just, you know, people with more money than cents. Yes, exactly. We will take it. Oh. And then the, uh, the other one, of course, 504. Yeah. That's literally uh-huh. the biggest thing in gaming. It is going to be so wonderful. For those people terrible, who, who but... aren't aware of the premises of 504, yeah. could you uh, what's the elevator pitch for 504? He puts together varied mechanics that you combine to create 504 potentially different games. Yeah. I mean, in a, in a nutshell, it's basically this modular system that has an overarching theme, mm-hmm. and it becomes different little games with their own micro themes, perhaps. By the sounds yeah. of it. Yeah. Um, I mean, so there's nine basic g- gameplay styles. Yeah. Which you combine one is is the uh, mechanic, one is the monetary system. So so and then so it's nine you have nine things, one of which will become the mechanic, yeah. And that leaves you with eight. One of those eight will become the monetary system in the game, and the last one will become the theme. And then math, and you got five oh four. Exactly nine times eight times seven and it's an F yeah it had it's to be an F gotta be an F and it'll be green yeah but it looks it, it's yeah that interview with him uh that Vassal did was really good it mm-hmm. was interesting he's yeah he, he you can tell he has a really good sense of humor and he he really he just loves the play like he he must have had so much joy when he thought of this idea yeah. and thought oh this is going to be so much fun to spend the next several years of my life uh-huh. and it it it's one of those things in the lesser hands, I think I would be concerned and it, I would think it would it's going to be clunky. It would seem like a gimmick <clears throat> yeah. if somebody else was dealing with but it. He has such a m- kind of, I don't say mathematical, but no, a math procedural kind of brain yeah. where like when you play Power Grid, you're like, this is a work of like staggering game building. Yeah. It's such a great game. Um, And I I'm lo- i am ordered some other of his F games. Yep. Got Friday. Because I need so you, a solo player game to yeah. give my kid for evenings I cannot do it. Yeah. <laughs> when I'm being asked to play Netrunner and I just simply. And you're married. So you're used to I playing by have, yourself. Yes, this is true. There so. we go. But on. Um, and uh, Black Friday, because who doesn't want to play with stock markets? Yeah. Do you remember that? What's the German name of that? So that it's. It begins uh, with an F. Well, they're his first and second games in his Freitag series. Yeah. So whatever. Uh, what, Schwartz? Freitag-Schwartz-Freitag? Freitag-Schwartz? No, it has to be. No, the it F would be. To be first. It must would. be a Freitag something. Yeah. I mean, anyway. Yeah, I don't remember. The point is Magistrate it starts with trouble. an F because he's Frederick Fries and, and, he, and it'll be green because yeah. he likes green. He likes green. <laughs> yes. And uh, Quebec Power Grid, which yeah. I, I'm looking forward to playing that just because, you know, go Canada. Yeah. And... You know, the it's, Quebec power system. It's amazing <laughs> how many game designers are Canadian and how few games involve Canada. It is true. And yeah. It, yet he's a German. And, yeah, I guess he, a weird thing. He needed cities and, you know, there is issues with the Quebec power grid as their ice storm knocked out of few. Yes. <laughs> so maybe he was like, yes, that sounds perfect. Oh. And speaking of cold, the other obsession. Oh. That, the, yeah, you know where I'm going yeah the game that we talk about every single day and, of our lives, and, and we and look, look for that, updates yeah. and, and that uh, Rio Grande text each other at nine o'clock at night with <laughs> with non-information <laughs> and Rio Grande identifies on our website as being perfect. perfect. yes Arctic scavengers Arctic scavengers and oh. and its expansions. yeah, can't wait. So for those that don't know, Arctic scavengers is a it is the second ever deck building game. It came out very soon after Dominion. But it was a deck building game with a player versus player mechanic. Right. And uh, it was put also, out. By, also by Rio Grande. Well, yeah. So Rio Grande picked it up yeah, and then shelved it for years. That's right. Yeah. It was... um, so that they could get through the expansions of Dominion. Right. Without another deck builder. Yeah. That's the conspiracy theorists. There you- <laughs> yeah. Uh, but I like it. It's a game that deserves a conspiracy. Yeah. Because it is, the premise is, it's a post apocalyptic arctic wasteland and you are in charge of a tribe of, of survivors and your only mission is to survive. Yeah. And you're going to have battles with these other tribes of survivors for the limited resources that are out there. So you're fighting with them for some resources, or you're sending somebody out into the wilderness to, with a shovel to dig, to try to find some, uh, some scavageable equipment or materials medicine. And then as you get more of these things, you, your tribe grows bigger, but as your tribe grows bigger you know you have other problems what's not to like about that oh it sounds so good i'm i never got into i was into zombies when i was a teenager yeah eons ago and the whole zombie rebirth does not interest me at one iota yeah i mean i like you know the cormac mccarthy kind of darkness like the road sort of and so this appeals to that side of me that is into I like the post-apocalyptic theme, but one without this, the bogeyman. Yeah. And that's, no, I had, I was thinking about that theme a lot. And so when, yeah, when I read it, I was like, mm-hmm. oh, I love everything about this game. Yeah. And the mechanics sound phenomenal. You're, you're basically playing Dominion, but instead yeah. of just playing your own game, you're going to interact with the other people playing the game. Right. So there's decisions that are going to affect their game as well as your game uh, that you do, which is, which is, I think, a unique mechanic still in the deck building and if you are not sold by that it just watch the shut up and sit down review of it yeah probably the most passionate game review in the history i think that's one of their best game reviews it might be the single best game review yeah i hope we don't oversell it no yeah it's but it's well done so yeah i think he's moving boxes of arctic scavengers by himself rio grande needs to cut him a check yes probably that's probably very true Wow. Uh, but it looks like a beautiful game, and it's it's dark and depressing and stifling. Man, and that's that's good stuff. Is that, so we like the German mega games and the the darkness and the boy. We're gonna have to talk about some kid games. We're well, you know, when you're titled Epic Gumdrop, yeah, definitely you gotta <laughs> it's, bring. It's all darkness. Yes. Welcome to Epic Gumdrop, where nothing good ever happens. Good times. Oh, and then. Uh, what we've been playing? What have you been playing this last week, here, well, James? In non-board game, mm-hmm. I've been playing uh, Craft the World a lot, which is uh, ah, it's. They describe it as a unique sandbox strategy game, the mix of Dungeon Keeper, Terraria, and Dwarf Fortress. And I'll, I get the Terraria reference, right. but I don't get any of the other ones because no. I have not played those games. So if that, <laughs> if, if you know what that means, awesome. Uh, it's basically you have random worlds of different sizes and it emphasizes it's not like minecraft where it's about mining right it's kind of the 2d layout like terraria where you go back and forth like an old mm-hmm. you know old style game um but better graphics and it emphasizes the technology tree so you're you've got these little dwarves mm-hmm. that kind of reproduce and you start with one and you i i've only I haven't played it that long, but you know, you get up to 10 dwarves or something right. that's, you know, you're, you're building out this community and you've got to bed them, clothe them, give them weapons and develop all of the things that they need. And so you have, they're all kind of individual characters and they right. have their own little thing. One's a fisher, one's a miner. So you level them up individually. One is a mage, you know, whatever. Right. Um, and then you have to just build uh, increasing amounts of technology. It's it's very logical. So is, and... is, the, is it the game driven where you're uh, increasing your technology to better um, serve your community? Or is your community um, researching technology to better serve you as some sort of... Kind of both. God in the sky? Uh, I think it's more about the community, mm-hmm. I think. Uh, I think at some point... Or at least that's how you're playing it. Yeah, but it's open of... enough maybe that you can... Maybe. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's... The, my kid loves it though. He's... I I didn't think he would be as hooked on it because at first he didn't get it because he he was wanting to play it like Terraria. Right. And then he, you know, I was like, I think it's more about the technology. And then he turned over onto that and he was like, he really, (laughs) really got it. It clicked. It's like not an adventure game in the same way. Mm -hmm. Monsters come sporadically on a a timer. There's a day-night cycle. So it's very um, mechanical. Mm -hmm. Um, But the worker placement is super fun. And, you know, just being able to control all the little bits and pieces is kind of thrilling. It has like, I don't know, uh, what is it? Tamagotchi? Like the little, you know, feed them, look after them. Yeah. That's kind of neat. And that's PC and Mac. Right. So that's the, maybe the only downfall to it, I guess, if you're not into, it's, you know, it's not for console. Yes. Um, And then for actual tabletop games, it's the same as usual. (laughs) It's Netrunner. Your life is all about Netrunner right now, isn't It, it? It's funny. Like, I, he got really super interested in it when he watched a video mm-hmm. on it, and he really wanted to play it. So I was like, okay, let's, let's we, give it we a should try. Point, I feel like I should point out here that he is seven. Yes, he's seven. Yeah. yeah. But he also likes Power Grid. Yes. He, we skipped it. He, he started with Catan out of in, his interest, Yeah. and we skipped over everything else and just went into the deep end. Yeah. And it he's, he's better off for he, it. He likes it. Yeah. He's a mathy kind of kid. It's nice because your other kid uh, likes Candyland. Yes. So you get you really get to work both sides <laughs> well, of your brain with she, your two kids. She got into uh, this weekend. She got into pandemic. Really? So and uh, she's s- just doing such a good job raising it I mean, she's almost five. She yeah, five this month. So yeah. yeah, she's kind of pandemic seems like the perfect game for <laughs> that's five a five year that's old a starter game. Yeah. Um, what dead of winter was sold out? <laughs> <laughs> hey cool. hey, let's play a game. We're probably going to lose, and all humanity will die. But, but let's go. Light theme. <laughs> Oh, yeah, he he likes deck builders. Like yeah. th- he really likes Thunderstone, um Dominion, mm-hmm. you know, all those any th- you know, race for the galaxy uh which I'm not I yeah, I'm still <laughs> working through my feelings on, but uh Netrunner is one of those ones where I thought, "Okay, I'm going to go into it even despite the really 90s feel to it," which right. doesn't appeal to me. I'm like, "I lived through that. Yeah, Man, I'm done with cyberpunk yeah. and all that stuff." Um but the more I've played it, the more I realize how insanely mathy the game is mm-hmm. and how that's really good for kids. Yep. And it, it has that bluffing strategy and it has a, I mean, it's just a two player battle game, mm-hmm. but it, he likes to play the corporation. So there's different factions and different yep. kind of modes of play, but he plays one specific style. He just likes it for mm-hmm. some reason. And I've, yeah, every week we, I, we play probably three, four times a week continually getting more into it. And yeah. it as like I did not see myself becoming a netrunner player. I thought, "No, no, I'm eh. yeah, now I want to play more." Yeah. So, that's good. But he is, is I, Well, <laughs> you know, I think it's it's good to be able to keep up with him. Yeah. Um he would play competitively before I would, I yeah. think, cuz he he's already learning his bluffing skills are increasing mm-hmm. dramatically. Like he laid down a trap and Tried to you know what you call advancing it so put some tokens on it to make it lo- attractive to me and then he left it alone for a while and i was like okay i i guess i'm not going to go there that's a trap so uh, I, I figured for, out his trap yeah yeah so he moves on continues his game and he lays down some real stuff and he's like why aren't you uh where i was like oh you got your trap there and he's like it's not a trap i was like yeah it is you've advanced it you know three moves ago and you've done nothing with it since you could have scored that he's like no You want to see it? You want to see it? I was like, no, I don't need to see it. I know it's a trap. And then at the end of the game, he doesn't even bother advancing it, but he flips it over to show me. No, it was, it was actually an agenda. So, you know, I just messing with you. (laughs) So, yeah. So good skills are being learned here. The seven-year-old already has me beat. Yeah. That is actually the depressing thing when um, you start to lose to your kids, not because you're being nice to them, but because they just owned you at that game. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, but the uh, I guess the other week we had tabletop day. Yeah, uh, we had a bunch of people. You came over. Yeah, you you bought furniture for this. We did. We yeah. You we, bought an actual table we bought to play a on top second of second table because well it, yeah we needed to but yes this was a good excuse yeah um and yeah had a bunch of people over and it was interesting because that like I was saying we went from light gaming mm-hmm. you know of Catan to the deep end immediately. And we kind of, I looked at our gaming collection. It was like, this is not good <laughs> for people who don't. Cause we had a lot of non-gamers come over. Yeah. And I was like, this is going to turn them all off. So we picked up, uh, some like Carcassonne mm-hmm. and Alhambra. We picked up some big boxes. Yep. Ticket to ride. Ticket to ride. Yeah. So we I went out and grabbed a pile of basic games yeah. and the gateway games, the gateway games. Yeah. yeah. I had to look at, I was like, what are the gateway games? Yeah. Like, is it, is it power grid? Apparently not. <laughs> um, <laughs> only in your house. <laughs> Yeah, exactly, and the people, yeah, it was good. I think uh, there was a lot of enthusiasm by the non-gamers, and once, I mean, yeah, I enjoyed them just as much as I think the newcomers did, and yeah. I was, I was kind of happy to step back to those games. Yeah, it is, it is it, a great game. Is a great game. Yeah, yeah, I see why they are mm-hmm. kind of modern classics in that in gaming, like they're very fast. Yeah, they're not Netrunner, and it was it was a lot of fun because I was playing ticket to ride with people who had not played Hmm. and uh and you could see like the you you know when they start they're a little timid they don't quite get the rules they don't quite understand the victory conditions yeah but uh you know you're part way through the game and it just clicks for them and it's like okay i now know exactly what i need to do and how i need to get there and maybe i'm going to be a little more ruthless than I would have had to be when I was just playing casually at the start of this game. And yet a, a kid still And yet a kid still mopped up, yes. But he uh, he played a social game as well as... Yeah, <laughs> as no, he game. was trash-talking and aggressive. That was impressive. Yeah, yeah. And I think he's 10? Yeah, 11. he, uh, he, he's not long for this earth. <laughs> no, no, no. Well, he's already moved on to D&D, so Yeah, he's so good. there you go. Um, yeah, that was... Uh, I, I think we sold a copy of Ticket to Ride, though. And I I think we also sold a copy of uh, Carcassonne. Mm -hmm. There was a whole family that played together and they really lit. It was interesting because seeing gaming is a thing that people have a conception of and they forget that there is, you know, they kind of know these stock rules of these bad roll and move, roll and move, roll and move. And this was something where they all went, uh, and it took a little bit to settle in and then their brains clicked and they all had a heap of fun because they all felt like they had won and in just the learning of the game. But yeah, that was exciting to see, uh, introduce new people. I will say that's the one common thread on, on those, those gateway games you mentioned is they're all, um, you win or lose based on what you do. Strategy. Right. Yeah. yeah. So there, it's a lot, you know, you play game of life where you spin a thing and then do what it says. Everyone loses. Yeah, exactly. You know, so there's no, you know, if you lose, you think, ah, the game sucks. The game hates me. But and yeah, it, all of those games. If you lose, you're like, "Oh, I should have done this, that, and the other thing instead of yeah what I did, which is lose." And if you win, you have to deal with the people that lost. So yeah, you, really nobody wins. I believe I finished last in that take to ride game too. <laughs> by the way, but that was the cards. That it was, was a, it. Was all the yeah luck yeah, of the draw. Yeah. Yeah. And then what else we, Oh, pandemic. I played, uh, you taught children pandemic. It started out so good. It was like a, a parent child team up and Mm -hmm. then the parents disappeared on me. And I was like, Oh, right. And I was getting over a cold. I was not a hundred percent. At one point you did have to leave the room. (laughs) Just, uh, just to recharge before you smacked a kid. They were just all arguing with each other and me. And it was, it was entertaining in the end. I wish I had not felt so crummy. Yeah. Um, because I, yeah, I love seeing kids g- have a good time with game. I mean, they love the game, yeah. Um, I think they like the theme, but yeah, I don't know if they all would want to play it again. I think some of the younger ones might have been a little, a little overwhelmed. Yeah, the yeah. bigger ones kind of took over the alpha, the ticket to ride winner. Yes, he was. He, you know, and my kid, I think, turned into alpha players on that game. Right, which is a problem because they were battling alpha players. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, well, that's the problem with just that game in general, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. But, I mean, it's good until it, you burn it out. Yes. I think we got our money out of pandemic. Yeah. And yeah. it's one you can pull and, out and in Now the, the little one's going to learn how to. Yes. <laughs> I'm going to create another <laughs> another five-year-old alpha player. That's yeah. good. On the upside, maybe she'll cover her mouth when she sneezes with her elbow, right? Yes. So that's... Exactly. She'll learn about... You can be like, hey, remember when the world <laughs> died? Remember epidemiology? Yeah. Do you want the world to die in 10 turns? Because that's where we're at. Exactly oh so yeah that was uh, I think that was a successful day though I do I, I had a lot of fun I think everybody yeah. else had fun we played betrayal at the house on the hill yeah that was fun that was a fun after that was that was the after party that was that was so I barely remember I was so tired and I hopped up on cold medicine yeah I can't believe you were there I don't kn- yeah I killed your wife yeah I remember that yeah and then, and then I was not a very successful villain no no I think she was she kind of entertained even with the player elimination I think because it went on for a while it went on for a while, and then we had yeah, everybody was driven. Yeah, I did. Enjoy, yes, it was definitely some alpha type type A people playing that game, and uh, you were the haunt, and everybody yeah. was like, "No, no, we're yeah. going to take you down." You were, yeah. It was, it was very fun. I did like it's. It is. I enjoy in a game when when you get the irony of you knowing something that the other players don't know, and to hear you guys discuss they had to find a thing to defeat me and to hear you guys discuss where it may or may not be was fantastic yeah. as you're just spiraling nowhere near no but you're so certain of, oh, of absolutely. what you know you're like no it has to be in one of these places <laughs> and i'm like yeah okay yep. walk on over that was the people we were playing with yeah, yeah. very certain yes absolutely yeah no that was fun uh, it was, it's a weird game. It's a weird, it's, it is, it's a game that defies description. You kind of, it's, a, you got to pull it off with the right crowd, I think. Yeah. It's a game that Joss Whedon would make if he made a game, is I it? think. Yeah. yeah. Was it it's, kind of whimsy and. It, it. It's, it's simple, but complicated mm. and layered, but, um. Nuanced? N- well, that means the same oh, thing. Oh yeah, I guess so. <laughs> I was looking for an opposite word on there. Let me Straightforward? Let me find you a $35 word here. Yeah, it was, uh but but fun and and doesn't take itself seriously hmm. but is still believes in what it is how's that for that's pretty good yeah no i think yeah i think it works i i don't know it's not a game i'd pull out all the time no it's and- not a casual party game for sure no. it's a it's a hey we're going to play this we're game we're committing to this yeah. get your character hat on yeah that's right uh, we wanted to part of the reason i i thought it would be fun to play with the 7-year-old and then after we played it i immediately <sighs> went No, if he ends up as the haunt, he couldn't read the rules effectively. Yeah. And a lot of parsing. Even I, of course it was late and we'd been gaming all day, but I went into the other room to read it. I'm like, wait, what? Who am I? And part of the part of that is that you know because we you literally got the game that day. Yeah, right. That's so true. You'd to open fair, it up. To be fair, we spent twenty minutes punching out cardboard, <laughs> none of which came into play <laughs> no, in this no this particular <laughs> version of the game. That was funny. Which I'm like, that's a great game design in where you have you have yeah. five hundred fiddly bits yeah. that might never see the table. I, I think know. that that's fantastic. And I, we pulled them all out, stack them all. Yeah, it was like what or what who, and then yeah, it took like a, quite a while to really get going. Yeah yeah that was uh thankfully only the committed gamers had stayed at that point because yes. man we would have driven off everyone everyone let's yeah. start the day with this yeah oh. but it was it was it was good fun yeah yeah the anything? whole day was good fun yeah i think so I, yeah. i'm looking forward to doing it again next year it wasn't uh one of those oh god i regret that no it was a fun day no you might not invite children <laughs> <Yes>. to future <laughs> yes. ones or like have a time limit for children i i think just kind of our kids will all be a year older. I think will be a yeah, big that's one. true. That's a big be able element. to give my kid a you know. I was hoping to give him a game to just run. He can run Netrunner next year. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. The under ten net runner tournament. Oh, that'd be awesome. <laughs> Man, money on the table, kids. <laughs> Put on his bookie hat. Yeah, here's your draft pack. <laughs> exactly. Pass that around. Oh. You've never played the game before. Build a deck. <laughs> exactly. Uh-huh. Oh. yeah so what else have you been playing have you got anything else on the go yeah uh, the only thing i've got to play this week was the uh the batman reskin Uh, of love letter which is uh which is if you love love letter you'll love this one it's the exact same game only you have to go to seven every time which is which is nice Hmm. um but uh no it's fun it's my my child really likes it yeah uh and it's 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 a good one because it's you know if it's seven thirty and it's time for bed but they're awake and want to do something you can play it it'll be done right pretty quick that's a good point I should yeah I think my kid likes it but I don't pull it out that often yeah just even the old love letter yeah that that's a good idea because I it is hard to find a game that is so other than like battleship or something Mm -hmm. super fast like to find a game that just Gets satisfies their desire to game and kind of get away. Well, nice. from there's everything. no setup. That's the nice thing that's for it too. Nice you thing. just pull it out and you're playing 30 seconds later. So hmm. that's a that's so a bonus. It stands up though as a reskin. Uh yeah, I mean it's 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 exactly the same game. I'm I, there's gonna be a lot of reskins coming in the future uh, yeah. from it. There's rumors of an Adventure Time one. Which could be awesome, I and mean, in could all be. of them they're going to change one card or one rule, right? So they're okay. all going to be slightly different games, but I mm. think the the balance will still be there and the huh. the goodiness of it. Yeah. So we'll see. Uh, but yeah, it's not. I mean, it's cheap too. That's the other. That's huh. the other upside of that's, any of the love letters. That's A very good point. It's not. It's not a huge investment. You will yeah. play it way more. You don't feel bad buying the reskin just because, or to entertain, you know, because the kids like Adventure Time or because yeah, whatever. Yeah, it's it gives enough variety because you're imagining a different scenario, right? right. Instead of, you know, because I like to add flavor to my games of love letter, right. as as you well know. Yes, I do. I will because in the rule book it says you're that it up. Whoever whoever won the last round gets to go first because the princess talked about them at breakfast. And so the princess and I get very specific about what the princess <laughs> says she's a dirty, About, dirty girl. She can be. <laughs> yeah, the mouth on that one. Uh, but it makes it lots of fun. Um and I think for the other people. Yeah, uh, I think so. Yeah, I think and and so you did the Batman up. one, you know, it's all cuz It's all dark and Yeah, cuz Commissioner Gordon thinks they're doing a good job cleaning up the city. So oh, what it you is. get to say, yeah, so it's a lot of a lot of fun. And yeah, and I pull in my Batman voice. Nice job, kiddo. Yeah. I'll be like, "You get to go first. Um not because you're the hero the city needs." <laughs> You're the hero this city deserves. That's always a win. Yeah, so good times. Anytime you need your Batman voice, it's a, it's a good day. Hmm. I think so. I think so. Yeah, yeah, There you go. And I think this podcast is almost done, Jeff. Is this the podcast the city deserves? It's the one the city's going to get. <laughs> Until um, our my F games arrive. I'm, yes. Uh, yeah, I'm going to be chomping at the bit here. Yes, and we will both be waiting for Arctic Scavengers. I think so again. So cold, so cold, so cold. We have been Epic Gumdrop. We will see you next week.